You're listening to Paws, Claws, Wet Noses, the vet podcast celebrating all creatures great and small and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. Paws, Claws, Wet Noses is powered by Vet Staff, the leading veterinary recruitment agency helping vets find jobs in clinics where they're excited about going to work on Monday mornings. Vetstaff.co.nz Welcome to episode 98 of Paws, Claws, Wet Noses. I'm your show host, Julie South. Today, we're looking at how to create a vet clinic culture your team will crave and celebrate. Four easy steps, plus the top three vet clinics on the Love Your Vet Nurse leaderboard. Let's start with looking at creating a vet clinic culture your team will crave and celebrate. When you or your team show up for work at the vet clinic, what is it that you want them to feel and think about working at your clinic? Do you or they feel excited or exhausted, delighted or filled with dread, full of optimism or cynicism? It's possibly something you've not given much thought to before the big buzz term of workplace culture started making headlines. The thing is, many people assume that culture only happens when a team is humming along nicely, when the vibe is good. But culture exists whether you like it or not. Whether the culture at your clinic is positive or negative, you've still got a cultural vibe happening. Signposts indicating whether the culture your clinic is positive or negative include employee turnover, absenteeism, for example sick days, productivity and engagement levels. A positively cultured vet clinic will have low employee turnover and absenteeism and high productivity and engagement levels. A negatively cultured clinic will have the opposite. They'll have high turnover and absenteeism and low productivity and engagement levels. The acid test is what your team would say about working at your clinic when they knew that management wasn't going to be censoring their words. If they rave and celebrate working at your clinic, then you've got a great cultural vibe. If they wouldn't recommend working there, then you've got a problem with a negative cultural energy going down. Maybe you've never thought about it before. But how your team feels is a reflection on leadership and the clinic culture they've established and or let perpetuate. People leave workplaces because of the people. Today, we're looking at what steps you can implement in a clinic whose culture isn't one of those clinics where everyone's excited about turning up for work on Monday mornings. Or maybe you want to know just where you sit on the cultural barometer. Firstly, if you have a vibe that isn't where you want it to be, it's not going to be an overnight success. So don't expect immediate results. If you've got a serious disengagement thing going down, then you can also expect pushback. Before you can start working on the four steps to celebration-worthy clinic culture, though, you need to answer five preliminary questions first. These questions are, 
Number one, how well does your team enjoy their work? You want them to be excited about turning up for work on Monday mornings, not dreading the end of the weekend. Are there levels of accountability and responsibility in place for each team member? Allowing individual team members to take a level of ownership helps them feel connected. Number three, how engaged is your team collectively and individually? Do they believe that what they do matters to the clinic they work at, not just the lives that they save? Is your clinic's mission one that is both inspirational and commitment worthy? What is your team's sense of camaraderie and respect? People like to be involved and they like to know that their word and their work is trusted. Last one, how does your clinic invest in its employees? How do you show recognition for jobs well done and people who are valued? Once you know the answers to these questions, you're ready to start your journey of creating a clinic culture that'll make the clinic down the road envious. Having a great clinic culture will also make retention and recruitment easier going forward as well. The first step, step one, is lay your foundation. And you need to remember as well that culture is an alive and a living thing. It's not a set and forget task that you can tick off. Neither does moving from a negative culture to a positive one happen overnight. It is a process. The first steps are determining and or finding your clinic's mission, vision and values. At its very core, clinic culture is all about values. Your values determine what's acceptable behaviour and what's not. Without strong values in place, little niggles become big niggles. Your clinic's culture is 100% about its values, and this means what your clinics stand for. The leadership team needs to commit time and effort to identifying and determining what your clinic's foundational cornerstones are. If you're not 100% clear on what values are acceptable or not, then any old value will fill the gap and before you know it, you'll wake up one day and wonder how little niggles ended up as insurmountable problems. Picture mission, vision and values as the three legs on a three-legged stool or a three-legged chair. All three legs need to be strong, otherwise you've got a very unstable and not fit for purpose seat. Look at each of the foundational legs. Here we go. Is your clinic's mission statement? This tells the entire world, yes, everyone, your employees, your clients and your suppliers, why your clinic's in business. It's a brief statement. But your clinic's mission is all about its why. Your clinic's vision statement. This is the aspirational statement of what your vet clinic envisions to be down the road. It should be both emotional and motivational. Your clinic's values. These are what everyone on your team believes and wants to uphold. Your clinic's values hold everyone to the highest or let everyone get away with the lowest acceptable behaviour. 
These are the foundation of your clinic's culture. Is how your employees or your fellow team members feel and act at work what you want? Are you proud of the high levels of acceptable behaviour that everyone's held accountable to? Or are you embarrassed about what's allowed to pass? Figuring out your values is hard. That's why very few clinics don't have high-level values in place. Because it's hard, it doesn't get done. Other things take priority and it gets shelved. I urge you to commit to investing in determining your clinic's values are because they'll guide daily actions and decision-making. Start with looking at what values your leadership team has. What is your leadership team collectively passionate and emotional about? Whatever these values are affects your clinic's culture clinic-wide. One of vet staff's values is we'll always do what's right. Even if or when, because it has happened, it means that we turn work away. We'll always do what's right for our clients, vets, nurses and clinics. Let's say, for example, a clinic always wants to be able to offer affordable treatments for its clients. This might mean conveyor belt-like consults. It might mean workups are the exception, not the norm. Because affordable treatments is one of their core values, this will be reflected in who they are, who they hire, how they manage patient care every day, and how they conduct business every day. Whereas a clinic that prides itself on offering only gold standard medicine could mean longer consults, which cost more, and lots of workups, x-rays and tests. If this is a high-level value, then always being upheld to provide this expensive level of service mightn't suit all clinicians. But if neither of these two clinics qualified what their values were and then recruited to match those values, you'd end up with staff being hired who worked to their own set of values, which may not be the same values as the clinic's. You could end up with someone always believing full workups are necessary to make sure the animal is still fit and well, even if it's come in for its annual vaccination. This is contrary to the clinic's value of being affordable. You can see how stressful it'd be with a mismatch of values, can't you? Righty, step two, take the temperature. Just like you'd start with taking a patient's temperature, so too must your clinic's cultural temperature be taken. Disengaged employees cost a clinic money, negatively impact productivity and lower morale. You need to know where you are culturally before you start. You need to have a baseline. A climate survey, also known as a culture survey, is a great place to start. The leadership company Gallup has its famous Q12 employee engagement survey questions to help clinics or companies determine what their employee engagement looks like. I won't go through all of the 12 questions here, but I'll put them with the episode notes, which is episode 98 at vetstaff.co.nz for you. 
three of those Q12 questions are though, and I've paraphrased them a bit here, to match vet clinics, to be applicable to vet clinics. Do you know what you're expected to do at work? This question addresses an employee's ability to understand their place within a clinic's team. Do your employees know how their role is defined? Are they aware of their responsibilities on any given day? Another question. Do you have the equipment and the materials you need to do your work right? Without the proper tools at their disposal, employees cannot do their job to the highest degree possible. I'm still gobsmacked when I hear comments from vets who tell me they're sick of working at a clinic where the broken x-ray machine hasn't been fixed for months and months and months. So this question helps address discrepancies between what employees have and what they need to achieve workplace excellence. In the last seven days, this is a question, in the last seven days, has your supervisor or someone at work given you recognition or praise for doing good work? When was the last time someone noticed someone's effort, someone else's effort at your clinic? When was the last time you were recognized or acknowledged? When was the last time that you actually acknowledged one of your colleagues? This question focuses on your clinic's ability to pinpoint and highlight individual contributions. Getting back to the cultural survey, how many employees participate in your clinic's cultural survey can be telling. A low participation rate could indicate there's a lot of disengagement and or distrust in your clinic. Straight up, you have a red flag flying here. Trust is key. It's everything. When employees don't trust their leader, they're unlikely to follow. To use the phrase that's making headlines right now, they'll be quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is when employees barely do what's asked of them. They're they're disengaged, but they're quietly disengaged. Using third parties to conduct engagement surveys for you is a way to start building trust and or respect the levels of trust that you have already. You want engagement surveys to always be 100% anonymous. If you do conduct a culture survey, please commit to doing something with the results. Otherwise, you'll just deepen the level of distrust further. If your team puts time and effort into completing the questionnaire, they'll want to know you're going to respect their effort by doing something with the results after. A culture survey will show what your team thinks, how they feel about their job, workplace colleagues and team leaders. This is something that vet staff can help you with. So please, if you want to know what your culture temperature is, We'd love to give you a hand with that. You'd use the information to see how your newly identified clinic values aligned with your current climate. So those are steps one and two. Step three is you need to get buy-in. Buy-in is important. Without it, it's all going to crash and burn. So it's critical. Before you finalize your clinic's values, make sure that you ask for everyone's input. 
Remember, it's their workplace too, and they're going to be directly affected by the decision that the leadership team is making every day. Getting buy-in means your team needs to continue to trust you. Again, getting a third party to help you, hello, VetStaff can help you with that, is a way that this will pay dividends. You want everyone to feel that they can say how it really is without fear of recrimination from management. For this reason, focus groups should be held without management being present. And this is where having someone from outside come in to run the meetings is recommended. Ask your focus group to review your vision, your mission and your values. Invite their feedback and then listen to it. Employee feedback can be eye-opening. How aligned are your employees to what your leadership team came up with? Otherwise, how far apart are they? Once everyone has agreed to your shared vision, mission and values, then it's up to the leadership team to uphold and live these values every day. Remember that actions do speak louder than words, so make sure, especially the leadership team, that everyone walks the walk. And everyone walks the talk. Here are four things to consider as you move your clinic forward to where you want it to go. You might not like these. Do you have the right leadership team in place that models your clinic's values? When you recruit, does your clinic naturally attract like-minded, high-caliber veterinary professionals, people that you want on your team? Do your values challenge everyone to perform at their very best? And what opportunities are there to be more involved with your employees? The last thing you want after investing in this type of exercise is to hear your team members make comments about your leadership team along the lines of do as I say, not as I do, or they don't follow through, or that was a complete waste of time and money. How the leadership team acts is the litmus test for the rest of your team. It starts with the practice manager, the head nurse and the lead vet. If your leadership team has done a good job hiring supervisors and employees, your clinic's culture will be transparent and it will be led from the top. And the final step, step four, you need to be able to roll it out. Otherwise, it's all a waste. Now that you've done all of this work, how do you make a positive culture part of your clinic's DNA? It requires more than putting up posters at reception for the world to see and in your lunchroom or, dare I say, on the back of toilet doors. As I said earlier, your your clinic's culture is a living, breathing, dynamic thing. It affects every aspect of your vet clinic, from the way you conduct performance reviews to the way you recognize and treat people. It'll reflect on how you hire, onboard, which I talked about last week, and fire. Your remuneration and career progression packages will all be evident and in line with your clinic's mission, vision, and values. If you want to have a team of highly engaged professionals and you want to be a recruiting magnet for more like them, this is how you do it. 
You need to have a positive and respectful culture with high employee engagement levels. This way, veterinary professionals will want to stay working for you. If one of your clinic's values, for example, is respecting your employees' mental well-being, but taking breaks is frowned upon, you might attract high performers, but you won't be able to keep them for long because there's a mismatch in values. Your employee value proposition, your EVP, is all out of kilter. And we'll do more about this next week. Now, let's look at how the leaderboard has changed yet again in the Love Your Vet Nurse competition. We're running in honour of Vet Nurse Awareness Week 2022. If you haven't entered your clinic yet, there's still time. Head on over to vetstaff.co.nz and visit the surveys and comps page or go to our Facebook page. We've pinned it to the top. It's 100% free. Up for grabs are five free lunches. Yes, there is such a thing with us. And there are two special bonus prizes for the most loved up teams, as determined firstly by the team, and then secondly, the most loved up team, as determined by the clients. We're all still totally amazed at how many entries are still coming in from around the country, from teams and clients. On Tuesday last week, I had, I think, something like 60 entries. As fast as I was staying top of all the entries, another wave would come in. We're having a ball on this side of the competition, and it sure looks like you're having a ball on your side too. We're in week four of the leaderboard. The competition closes at the end of September, so there's still time to enter if you haven't done so already, because the free lunches are all lucky dip. So anyone can win, but you have to be in to win. Here's a quick reminder of what the leaderboard looked like last week. We had, in first place, Hamilton Small Animal Vet Centre, Te Araha Veterinary Services on second, and Levin in Horofenua on third. Let's start this week with third place. Again, we've got a level pegging situation between two clinics. In third place, equal pegging, we have Te Araha Vets and Levin and Horofenua Vets. In second place, from the wonderful Waikato, we have... Hamilton Small Animal Vet Centre. And streaking miles ahead and coming up from fourth place last week, but they didn't know they were in fourth because we didn't announce a fourth place. Again, from the wonderful Waikato, we have... Companion Vets in Hamilton. Congratulations to all of those four clinics and every single clinic that has entered. Seriously, the words are beautiful. Your teams love you. Your clients love you. Thank you. And thank you for spending the last half an hour of your life with me. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate your time and your ears. Thank you. 
This is Julie South signing off and inviting you to be the most fantabulous version of you that you can be. Kia kaha, ka kiti ano, and God bless. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet Staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, Vet Staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vetstaff.co.nz Vet Staff. Dot co. Dot NZ